understand. You all appreciate it. Dear Mama, place no one above your You all appreciate it. Nobody tell us it was fair. No love for my daddy, cause the coward wasn't there. He passed away and I didn't cry. Cause my anger wouldn't let me feel for a stranger. They say I'm wrong and I'm heartless. But all along I was looking for a father, he was gone. I hung around with the thugs, and even though they sold drugs, they showed a young brother love. I moved out, started really hanging. I needed money of my own, so I started slanging. Touched the earth for what it's worth. She loved a boy from birth, kept me fed, on my head, and tapped that tail when I didn't do what she said. Through the years coming up, mama always provided, and when the times got rough, mama always tried to hide it, divided among us. Providing the youngsters told us never to lie, smoke, dope, and cuss. She stood tall and proud, like a supermodel on a catwalk. And mama didn't take no back talk, she's the main reason why I roll today. That's why I dedicate this here to my old LeMay. That's my mama. To tell me quit smoking weed My mama gave me everything that I need My mama said keep faith in God I started to clown, my mama did all she could to try to slow me down Tired of a son being brought home by the cops Sent to go stay with my pop I couldn't understand, sorry mama Let me take some weight off your shoulders Yeah Singing to mama Oh, yeah You ain't gotta worry now, them days is over Sorry, mama. I know I ain't shit. I know I lied a lot. I know I ain't slip. Man, for those listening, this is another episode of Sit Down with Slim. And today, I got a very special guest. I know I say that often, but uh, this is a little different than normal. I have the person that makes all this happen. The reason why I have this person on the show is because I kind of want to give people an insight on who I am and where I come from. And what's better than the motherland? I'm not talking about Africa. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about the motherland, the mother, the person that uh, brings you into this earth, where you come from. And it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to think of like it's a living person that's half the size of you that you came out of. And I'm talking about my mom for those listening. I know I started rambling. Um, me, I'm 210 pounds, six foot one. What about you, Ma? You talking about half the size of you. Yeah, I'm, you're like half the size. No, I'm not. I'm 165 pounds, and I'm 5'7". You put some extra pounds on there. No, I'm 165 pounds. No, nah, no way. Yes, I am. You're half the size of me. You got to no. be like 120. I'll give you 120. No. Mm-mm. Still, no. still like half the size of me, half the height. No, you're in denial. You're still my baby, but you're in denial. And that's what I'm saying. Like your kids is always your baby, but they're twice the size of you. Baby, 
<laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy to think of this person that you gave birth to is twice the size of you. You don't think that's crazy, Mo? No. You just imagine it right now. Nah, for real. No. So, first thing first, did you have fun taking the pictures? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. It was funny, wasn't it? Yes. That the, was nice, though. By the time the people hear this, uh, they'll see the pictures. The pictures is hilarious. When y'all see this, y'all going to be shocked. Um, it's something different for me. I've been taking a lot of pictures that's different that people haven't seen yet. I'm just coming into a different being. And that's why I'm doing this with my mom, so y'all can understand. It's a lot of things about me that y'all don't know. Ain't that right, mom? Yeah. But that picture was awesome, though. It was a remake of when you were, like, three. Yeah. I don't remember anything before the time I was, like, five, so. Five, Rodney. Yeah. I remember when I was five. I remember when um I was in love with Barney, and... um. It, he got stripped from me, and I was told that Barney wasn't four boys, and I needed to find something else. I remember the Winnie Pooh, the Winnie the Pooh. For the people that don't know, my name, my nickname hasn't always been Slim. I started going by Slim when I was like, like fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Before that, my mom always called me Pooh. I still call you Pooh Pooh. Yeah, you still my Pooh Pooh. Although when I'll never forget, it's like burnt in my heart when you started school. Kindergarten. Let the people know was this it is kindergarten. kindergarten. Or yeah, first this, is, grade. this was kindergarten. When you started school in kindergarten, the first day I dropped you, it wasn't the first day, it was picture day. Because you had your little blue suit on with your little flower. Definitely kindergarten. I'll show the people that picture. <laughs> <laughs> and I dropped you off for school that day and I was getting ready to get out of the truck and walk you in and you turned and looked at me and said, Mama, I'm a big boy now. I don't need you to walk me and hug me and kiss me anymore because all my friends going to laugh at me. <laughs> So how many times have I hugged and kissed you and walked you anywhere since that day? Well, my, how old was I? Five? Yeah, but you learned what that day? I learned that women are very emotional and you have to watch <laughs> what you say to them. <laughs> That's what I learned. Because you just might get what you want, right? <laughs> That's what I learned from that situation. You just never know. Because you hurt me. How, man? I'm a little kid. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Peer pressure is crazy. That's what a lot of people no. don't know. But see, growing up, like, I was never the one getting peer pressured. I was the one peer pressuring other people. Like, it's funny, like, when I be around my friends and they all be like, uh, this is all your fault, Slim. <laughs> it's like, nah. You had a choice. You just chose to follow me. <laughs> I didn't tell you to skip school. <laughs> oh my gosh I didn't tell you to do all that stupid stuff You just wanted to do what I was doing That was a good thing though growing up You're growing up A lot of your friends Were around all the time yeah. They were all cool though 
they the were most also, part. No, they were all cool when they were around the house. I don't know what they were like when they weren't around me, but when they were around me, they were all cool. Yeah, they are. Right. Yeah, because I remember like Serge. He was always so polite and smiled all the time. Yeah, that's my dog. And I remember when E used to hang out with us. He went on like trips with us and stuff. And I can't think of that other other one that went with us. You remember the little the little guy that stayed out by the what's that place? Where the dam was at? To my Richard. Yeah. Yeah. He used to hang out with us a lot too. That was pretty cool. So I got to hang out with a lot of your friends when you were in like middle school and high school. That was pretty cool. Yeah, they still around. So they could hear some of like when Rodney was younger. It's like, what are some of the 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 funniest things Rodney did? when he was in elementary school, middle school. It's a lot of funny stories. <laughs> we can start from the beginning. A funny story from the beginning is, um, <laughs> people don't know I played baseball before. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that a funny was a story. good one. It's like, I don't know, you were pretty good at first. Trying. T-ball, my bad y'all, T-ball. Yeah. At least you were trying. At least you got out there. So tell the story about what happened, though. <laughs> the whole story. Don't forget to explain the part where you had me playing baseball in the country. Where was it? Because I know it was around here. No, it was out. Um, it was out on, I don't know. It was out, though, way out there, like by the airport out that way so off of 56 yeah mm -hmm. but see you gonna make me sound like the bad person you have me telling all these things about you when as you were growing up but it's all in fun <laughs> but, <laughs> but they're funny but how old were you <laughs> probably like six i was in first grade it was your first time playing baseball. Well, not baseball. It was T-ball. So Rodney goes up. He didn't get the practice or anything. We got there late. So they let Rodney go up and hit the ball anyway. So he walks up there and he swings. Yes, it's T-ball, but he misses. So he swings again and hit the ball. And everybody was like, run, number nine, run. So what does Rodney do? He takes off running <laughs> toward third base. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is like running like a dog chasing him. And everybody's going, what? You're going the wrong way? <laughs> 
But it was too funny. <laughs> I never played baseball or anything like that again. I didn't even want to play. <laughs> but it was so cute, though. Everybody was on the ground rolling because he was running like he was winning. But he was going in the opposite direction. But it was so funny. Em- embarrassing me in front of all them white folks. <laughs> then oh um, after that, after that, I got uh, I got into karate. Yeah. And like most things, when I start doing it, I'm pretty good at it. So I was real good at karate. I was messing up though because I was going to school trying to practice my karate moves and stuff. I think I had got in trouble at school for karate, but uh. What happened? I think I had got up to my purple belt, and I was about to get my stripe on my purple belt, and I ain't practiced. I just thought I was Mr. Cool, and I went in there for the test. It was just me and this girl, and I just started trying to copy her, and I ain't get my stripe, and I was in there boohoo and crying like a little girl. You sure were. (laughs) (laughs) So for the people listening that know me personally, you know how competitive I am. And I suck at losing. This has always been in me. Always. Since a little kid. And um, we haven't even got any further. We're still at six years old. And I'm still acting crazy and super competitive. Yes. And he cried all night. He's still laying in that bed. Kicking and wanting his stripe on his belt. So... Me and his dad had to go up there and talk to the instructor and see what we could do to get that stripe on his belt. And he did get his little stripe. They let He let him practice and redo his test, and he got his stripe on his belt. I think I stopped. I think determined. I stopped after that, though. <laughs> yep, and that was the last time he – the. Last time he competed, he oh. never went back. Oh yeah, that's the thing about me. I um um I'm gonna make sure I win, and after I win, I'm good. After that, <laughs> once I win, I'm good. I just gotta make sure I win. That was it. I have Rodney to. said that was enough, Ma. I'm done yeah. because it's like each belt. You each competition you go to for the next belt, it gets harder and harder and harder. And I thought I was hot stuff. Yep, but them tests start getting hard. <laughs> and he didn't want to practice. He just yeah. wanted to ride his little bike and go play at the playground with the little girls and yeah, be but, cute. But people gotta understand though. I'm only like six years old. Like. What six-year-old do you know is determined like that? That's why I be shocked when I be watching TV and I be seeing these little kids and they got their little they little business. Like, they don't have a lemonade stand. They they box and ship lemonade and bottle yep. it. Mm-hmm. And I be like, you th- you was thinking that at six? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm yep. over here trying to figure out how I'm going to take these pedals off. I mean, these uh, training wheels off this bike. That's what I'm trying to figure out at six years old. And y'all over here trying to bottle lemonade and find out mm-hmm. which which uh, logistics company will will ship out your product for the cheapest. Yep. How do you know this at six years old? That's crazy to me. 
So that's six. I was into karate. What happened after that? I don't even know when I got into basketball, but basketball was the one. That's when I knew. Did you play football? I played football. I only played football one time. We're going to get into that. I'm not going to skip too much. We're going to get into that. So after that, uh, let's let's skip to third grade. Um, third grade, we moved to Germany. We either moved to Germany my, when I was in second grade or third grade. I think it was second grade. So third grade, what happened third grade? A lot of funny stuff happened third grade. Third grade was when you were in the playground and remember you went up the slide and this little girl decided that you shouldn't. Oh, I can't believe you remember that. (laughs) That you shouldn't go on the slide before she did. I can't believe you remember that. That's crazy. And when you went up the slide, she decided that um, she, she didn't want you to slide. go. No, she knocked you off the slide. Yeah. And she slid down the slide. And then the next time you knocked her down. See, you skipped the important <laughs> part because you're trying to be the nice guy. <laughs> so this is this is the full story. She knocked me down the slide and I came home. <laughs> And I, uh, I think I had like I think I had like a like a burn mark on my on my back or something. And my mom was like, uh, "What was wrong with you? What happened to you?" And I was like, "This girl knocked me down the slide." My mom was like, "And what you did?" I was like, "Nothing. I, you can't hit no girl." And she was like, "What? Nah. It don't matter who it is. They put their hands on you. Uh uh-uh. uh." So the next day. The girl just so happened, randomly, she wanted to do it two days in a row. And then that's what happened. And then it, the most important part of this story that we also didn't say is that, um, what happened? So after that happens, we get into the office. And you already know, them folks was trying to throw the book at me. And my mom wasn't having that. <laughs> no, the little girl, she pushed you down. You pushed her. She fell down, and they acted like somebody like you had just Beat her bust her head open. Yeah. So they called the ambulance and everybody else to come see about her, and they took her to the clinic and all this stuff. But when you fell off the slide and fell like almost 10 feet, they didn't take you to the doctor to see if anything had happened to you. Only thing they did was expel you from school for knocking the little princess down. But I felt like they should have took you to the doctor too. So when they told me that they were going to suspend you and leave her in school because she was a little girl and you were a little boy and that boys don't hit girls, I said, no, um, y'all shouldn't teach her that because I don't feel that, well, first of all, no one should put their hands on nobody. And you remember the story you told me about that? Yeah, but I feel like. No, I'm talking about the story about you and your brother. No. Yeah, around that time you told me the story about you and your brother and you said something like, uh, 
you and your brother had got into it and normally like you'll be playing with them mm-hmm. and they'll just be like whatever but one day you made your brother real mad and you had hit him real hard and he hit you back and you was like oh yeah i ain't never doing that again <laughs> <laughs> no because my motto has always been if for me and my brothers because i'm the only girl in the family I know that if I hit my brothers, they're going to hit me back. And how many boys in the family? There's six boys and myself. One one girl, six boys. Yes. So I know for them, they saw me as one of them. They didn't care if I was a girl or not. They cared when my dad was around. But most of the time, it was just me and them. So... It was game on. But when my dad came home, I played at and 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 so <laughs> <laughs> long as my dad wasn't around, it was like seven boys hanging out. So I had to fend for myself. So mm And that's probably why you kinda rough now and you uh you glad you had all boys. I am. I well, I'm not going to say that cuz I did want a little girl, but God knew what he was doing. I don't think you could have handled no girl. No, cuz she'd be just as mean and tough as you are. So, no. I don't want a girl. I don't want a rotten female. No. What if I was a girl? That would be crazy. It would. Cuz nobody wants a I don't know a man in this world that want a female Rodney. And what's that? You know what that is, though. What? You. No. Nah. <laughs> Boy. That's you. No way. I guess, no. Mm-mm. You you probably just don't see it that way. No, I don't. But it's just. I'm, Maybe. I'm the male version of you. I think so too, in a way. Of course, we're different in ways, but for the most part, I'm just the male version of you. Maybe. Yeah. I think so, but you're just a little. You're a little mini me. <laughs> Why you say mini? Because you're not as bad as I am. I'm all right. I like to uh, I like to call myself an outstanding guy. You are, and I'm just happy that you're not as mean as I am. And you see, a lot of people don't see this side of me. Like, oh, something else in third grade. Um, I don't know if it was third grade or fourth grade. It might have been fourth grade. I was really into into drawing, like. And I was real good at drawing. I wish I could find all those art pads I used to have. I used to draw everything I seen. Like, I'll be watching Lion King and I'll just draw Simba. And I'm talking about freehand. Just draw Simba and draw it perfect. I'll be watching Oliver and Company. And I'll draw every character on Oliver and Company. I don't even know why I like that movie so much. But I loved Oliver and Company. You used to draw a lot of pictures for your brothers. Yeah. Because... They would have certain characters that they liked. So 
you would spend a lot of time with them. So since they didn't have coloring books for the characters that they like, they would tell you what they like. You would sketch it out for them and they would color it and pin it up on around their beds and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they would lay on the floor and watch you draw the picture out for them. And I thought that was so neat. Because like when, when we were in Germany, y'all spent a lot of time together drawing pictures and writing stories and stuff when you weren't chasing people on the computer in the chat rooms and stuff. Because <laughs> you had got into that a lot too. I never seen a kid so young get caught up in a chat room and but I guess one thing you did learn though being on that computer your typing skills were excellent oh yeah and for the people listening I type a hundred words a minute now back then I want to say like I got my first computer third grade and that's how I got my computer I want to say my mom threw me like this party, this big party when I was in third grade. And one of my listeners, he uh he actually reminded me of this story. So she so she threw me this party when I was in like third grade, invited all my friends and stuff. I hate parties, I hate birthdays, I hate anything where I'm the center of attention. And uh some somehow or another, I think I end up I end up going to work with her husband and we came back at the end of the party. And she was just so mad. But that same year, he got me a computer and my own phone line. So when he got me the computer, I'm just playing on the computer. And he knew a lot about computers. But I'm just playing on the computer. And I started showing him. I was like, hey, what is this? You know what this is? And he was like, hmm? And he was like, what you got going on? And I was like, I'm trying to see what this is. I don't know what this is. And um, I'm like, man, I don't know. Let's figure it out together. So we started figuring it out. And I started figuring out, oh, it's this thing called a chat room. You can connect with people all around the world, and you can just talk to them. And he was like, that's what this is? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And I know this sounds crazy, y'all, a third grader teaching a grown man. Like, how old was he at the time? Like 30-something? Yeah. I'm in third grade. I'm teaching a grown man about chat rooms. The same time I'm finding out about it. And we both just on there. We typing. And then I get hooked to it. I'm just typing people. But I'm, but I'm in the chat room, and I'm talking to this girl. She, like, 18. I think I had told her I was, like, 17. I'm in there talking to her, and she was like, I like you, but you just type so slow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so sad. I'm like, man, dang, man. I got to learn how to type. So I go up to my mama because my mama typed fast. I go up to her. I'm like, man, how you learn how to type? And she was like, she gave me some stupid program with this black girl jumping across these keys. <laughs> and uh, shout out Maine for more than the masters. He remembered that uh, the program, but she gave it to me. And me, everybody knows I'm a nerd. Just like right now, I'm enrolled in uh, YouTube University. Um, I'm the star student in YouTube University. I got all A's. I made the dean list. Uh, this is my second semester. And um, he's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so you need help. I get this program and I'm typing and. I'm just like, man, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure this out. So every day I get home from school, I'm on this program. Next thing you know, I'm in third grade, and I'm typing like 40 words a minute as a third grader. So uh, I ain't going to skip too much. 
But by the time I get to sixth grade, I took my first typing class. And by the time I got to my first typing class, and I'll never forget my teacher name was Mr. Winters. First day of class, everybody is learning the home row. So, of course, they're learning like F's and A's. And me, I'm just telling him, I'm like, hey, man, like, I know how to type. And he's like, whatever, we going to see. And he go to the, like, all the way to the to the final test of typing that you're supposed to take at the end of the year. And I take the test, and I pass with 60 words a minute. <laughs> and um, he's just looking like, how are you in sixth grade typing 60 words a minute? Because that's what grown-ups type. That's what professional secretaries at this time type on typewriters. And I just was like, hey, man, I just been on computers. And, like, I knew everything about computers at that point. In that chat room, talking to them desperate women. (laughs) Old women at that. Yeah, they was old except for that one 18-year-old. The rest of them was real old. And I was in third grade pretending. Old women talking to... And I remember Eight, I, I finally I finally had got a webcam and this is during dial up time, so you know, webcams didn't like really work that good. And um they finally seen what I looked like and they all just kept logging out. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to a baby. Yeah, I'm a little kid typing on that. I wasn't doing nothing though. I just was typing. Wasn't even talking about nothing. But uh, what that was? That was third grade, then fifth grade, sixth grade. I'm doing the typing stuff. The thing that got me, up until the time you told those people who you were, they actually thought they were talking to a grown man. That's the thing that got me. That is just crazy. Yeah, ma, because for some reason when I was young, like, I've always been talking about things. I don't know what it is. I just always I talk. I just talked and had and had good conversations. So people thought I was an adult and I was young. I used to have teachers tell me that teachers be like, "It's certain things I talk about that they don't expect to come from a child." It's just crazy though how you carried on a conversation well enough to entertain old desperate women. That's probably why I'm podcasting now. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) For real. I believe it. Yeah, it's a a lot of funny things happened when I was young. Um, So then I get get older. Let's fast forward. We moved to a a place called Evans, Georgia. And I don't know if my mom remembers, but we moved here. And it's like... It's like pretty much a white town. It's my first time really being around like strictly white people. So we get there. I'm not really tripping, but I walk in the cafeteria. First thing that happens my first day of school, and I'll never forget, um, this is during the era like Lil Romeo had just, uh, Lil Romeo and Master P had just started P. Miller in South Pole and all that. And I had on a all baby blue P. Miller outfit, white shirt, baby blue jumper, baby blue pants, white do-rag, long braids all the way down. And my mom took me to a store (laughs) in Augusta Mall that's still open called Manhattan. 
and got me this big fake chain with a number one pendant on it, and I had another one with a with an NY pendant. And I used to love uh, New York and NY just because of Hove. That's it. Oh, I skipped some valuable parts. Hip hop has always been a part of my life. Always, I loved music. Like love music. I used to have this big bubble fubu coat, and I can post this picture for y'all. I used to wear this big blue bubble fubu coat with um this blue little beanie, and I used to keep my little Walkman in my pocket, and I always listened to rap music. And I think in third grade, one time I had got in trouble at school too. I had wrote down like some um some too short lyrics and sent it and like handed it to a girl, and the teacher took it. And I got in trouble because they were like, I was writing nasty stuff to the girl and telling her I want to do all this nasty stuff. And um, I don't even know if my mom remember that. but No, I don't remember that one. Yeah, that happened. And you was mad and you kept asking me like, so what is this? So what is that? And now I can tell you, I didn't know what any of that stuff was. All I knew was Too Short said it and it had to be right. <laughs> That's all I knew. I don't remember that one. That was third grade. That's all I knew. Because you just brushed it off like, this boy don't know what he talking about. He just writing stupid stuff. He hearing this crazy music. I don't remember that one. I think the worst thing I remember you doing in third grade was, I don't know what had happened in school, but at the end of that day, you tried to set the school on fire. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I had I had went through that phase where I was really into fire and I was setting everything on fire. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's the only thing I. That's the I worst came home, thing I remember about the third grade. Then I came home and I lit that uh, coffee table on fire when you were asleep. Yeah, you did try to burn me up too. And you were trying to send me back to Louisiana. Yeah, I did. Try to send you home because, man, this child lost his mind. He tried to set me on fire. I really thought you was, I had lost you there. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with me. It was just something about that fire I just liked. Like, this child is possessed. I got to get him away from me. <laughs> he trying to kill me. Yeah, I was... Oh, but for the most part, and we skipped a very funny story about third grade. Um, I think it was third grade I was going into fourth. And for y'all that know, fourth grade is when you start having letter grades. Growing up, I was always a good kid. I know you're hearing these stories and you're like, yeah, you, you was a little rough. No, nah, I actually was always a good <laughs> kid. <laughs> I had good grades. I just did everything right growing up. Like, I was the kid, like, everybody was looking like, you should really be like you should really be like uh that little boy there but so um and i was real naive like anything my mama said that was just gold to me so the last day of school i come home this is third grade going into fourth last day of school i come home i walk in i get my mom my report card i never knew what them report cards said i didn't understand them i don't even know why they had s's on them all the time or whatever they had on them report cards but I think for some reason this year I had a weird letter on my report card I never seen before because my report cards always got S's or whatever it was. And um, I asked my mom, like, man, what's going on in this report card? Why I got these weird letters on it? Because I think they had switched the letters or something. And my mom was like, oh, boy, that's because you failed. You got to repeat the grade. 
And I was like, what? I got to repeat the grade. She was like, yeah, you failed. I was like, man, I'm about to go outside. I go outside. I'm outside at the playground. I'm crying. She looking out the window. She laughing at me. And then I come back in the house, and she's like, boy, you ain't failed no grade, boy. You know you ain't failed no grade. I was just playing with you. I'm still <laughs> crying. So I'm still crying. I'm like, man, I know I don't fail this grade, man. How did I fail this grade? I thought I did everything right. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was so naive and just young, though. You're so funny. You did in... You were like a uh, teacher's pit. Um, I don't know. You got a lot of certificates, a lot of little made rolling. I'll take him. You can have him. You'll bring him back. But everybody wanted. They kids to be just like you. I'm like, okay. Then after your behind got in high school, I couldn't give you away. <laughs> Everybody's like, no, that's okay. You can keep him. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I got enough kids in my house. Now I just wanted him when he was younger. I, oh, you wanted him when he was young and cute, huh? Now he old, you don't want him no more. Yeah, so uh, we can skip to that part. So when I hit middle school, yeah, I already talked about eighth grade. I hit middle school. I was still, I was still pretty good. I was chilling. High school, I started, you know, because I know that's what everybody's waiting for. Like, so what happened then? Now nah, I'm not even gonna skip that uh, that part too quick. What part? Growing up, I was a good kid. That's what I want y'all to know. A real good kid. I had good grades. I did everything right. I don't you know didn't do everything right. Ma, I don't was a good sit kid. there and say that. Ma, but so, you didn't do everything right. But my, you, do you remember you what I told you? You are a normal kid. Ma, you made mistakes you just like everybody. Oh else. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did crazy stuff. Okay, like, then don't sit there and say you were good. All right. So like one thing, one thing I did, I always regretted. I don't believe in stealing. But one time, me and my brothers wanted this little Mario game. Nah, I'm just gonna say it. In elementary school, I used to bully people a lot. And um, I stole this little Mario game from somebody, and I stole their Pokemon cards. And I came home, and I was playing a game with my brothers. And my mom's husband found the game. I used to hide it in, like, it was, like, some little weird container that was on top of the microwave. And he didn't think none of us can get up there. But I used to do all kind of crazy moves and jump on top of counters and all kind of stuff. And um, I hit it up there. And one day he just happened to go up there and he found it. And he lined all of us up and was like, whose is this? And then for some reason, my baby brother was like, it's mine. And I can never forget that story just because I was so proud of him. Because they knew I ain't like that that tattletelling snitching stuff. Mm. But uh, what I was about to talk about. But y'all had never had a reason to to take anything or anything like that because and you guys never had a reason to be envious or jealous of each other because you all had 
your own everything. Mm-hmm. You guys never had to share anything with each other because whatever you guys wanted, all three of you had. So y'all didn't have to be jealous of the other two or have to share with each other or unless you guys wanted to because what one had, the other had. And it wasn't one of those things where you had something better than your other two brothers or vice versa. You all were treated equal and you still are. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't make a difference in any one of you guys, you all still get treated the same. Even though you all three are grown, I still treat you the same. So there's no reason for any one of y'all to have to go and do anything other than talk to me. So that leads me to a funny story from sixth grade. So. <laughs> I'm in sixth grade. It's Christmas, right? <clears throat> so, sixth grade. That's why I always remember this year. Sixth grade is when the first, and by sixth grade, I, I should say the year, right? The, the, the year is 2000. Um, I, li- I listened to a lot of Will Smith. Uh, I kept playing that same song over and over and over again, that Willennium, that it's here and I like it. Mm, mm, mm. KC, y'all. Hey, Will, you don't, you don't remember that song, Will Smith? I just played it the oh, other no, day, too. I don't too. know that song. I kept playing it. There's certain songs that I just always remember word for word because either I kept playing it or my mom kept playing it. Oh, there you go with the mom kick playing it. That's oh, yeah. like you say, TLC I watched Scrubs. That, um, I hate TLC Scrubs. And you say, I watched that movie enough all the time. Kept replaying the scene. And then you say, oh, you play Key Sweat. Every time we get Key in the car, sweat. you play Key Sweat. That's all you used Keith to play. Sweat. I know all his songs. New edition. I know all I Keith know Sweat. All new I know edition. all new edition. Ma, you play all them old songs with them old men on them R. all Kelly. the time. I know all R. Kelly songs. Everything. And y'all y'all and can cancel R. Kelly. Y'all I don't know to. what Rodney talking about because I didn't do that. And plus, yes, every did, time Ma. we traveled, all three of them were snoring so loud, they couldn't hear the music anyway. <laughs> But look, though, back to the story about sixth grade. So sixth grade, we go to the power zone for y'all who's not military, which is probably most of y'all. Um, the power zone is a electronic store, basically. Overseas. Yeah. So we go in there, and this is when flat screen TVs, like, got real popular, and they was real cheap. Like, just super popular, super cheap. Same way that... Like 4K TVs are now. 4K TVs are super cheap. So these flat screens are super cheap. And hooked up to the flat screen is this game with this weird box on it with this huge X on it. And I'm looking like, what is this? And it's just a demo. And I see it's these football players and you can see their breath like it's cold outside. And I looked at my mom. I said, you can see their breath like it's cold outside. Like, what? Because y'all got to think. This is Nintendo 64 days. This is PlayStation days. And now Microsoft then came out with a system with amazing graphics. 
So I'm just looking at my mom like, Ma, look at this. And she's just looking like, boy, come on, boy. You already got too much stuff. Boy, come on. She kind of brushed it off. Every day we went to that store, I kept going and, stand, and standing in front of that game. Ain't no controllers. Ain't nothing. It's literally just a TV and an Xbox. And I just kept staring at it. And she's like, boy, come on. Leave that stuff alone. And, um, oh, I'm going to tell y'all something else later after I tell this story. So, um, so Christmas comes. And um, we start opening up gifts. Matter of fact, I'll never forget Christmas Eve comes. And it's this big, huge box next to the tree. And my mom was like, uh, you know, on Christmas Eve, you open one gift. My mom was like, oh, uh, yeah, y'all can open up that big gift. Go ahead. <laughs> Man, we open up this big gift. It's some rolly backpacks in it. And we just looking at each other like, rolly backpacks? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody go to sleep sad. But you know, it's Christmas, so you ain't really sleep. You just like, man, I'm just ready for tomorrow. So we wake up in the morning. I'm opening stuff. You know, it's small stuff, like little trinkets and stuff. My brother opened a gift. He got a robot named Scooter. I'm like, what, boy? You got a robot? Oh, dang. My other brother opened up a gift. I forgot what it was. I think it was this big, huge Hot Wheel jank. Remote control, like this big, huge Hot Wheel car with a remote control that do all kind of flips and all kind of crazy stuff. And I'm like, dang, boy, y'all got some good gifts. So now I open up all my gifts. I'm like, dang, boy, I ain't really getting nothing. But I'm trying to play it off like I ain't no ungrateful kid. I'm just like, man, whatever. Inside, I'm like, boy, I'm about to cry. Like, man, I ain't getting <laughs> nothing. So silly. I ain't getting nothing for Christmas, man. I'm about to cry. Like, man, it's the worst Christmas ever. The next thing I know, my mama come from the back. With this big old box. I instantly, my knees got weak. I started shaking. I knew it was that Xbox. I started crying like a little girl. I'm talking about like a little girl. I couldn't even say nothing. Like, I ain't even open it. I just picked it up and started running to the back. Like, <sighs> my brothers come to the back. We all like, and we just, that's the birth of Xbox. <laughs> and <laughs> I go to school I'm the only kid With the Xbox I'm so happy Like dang I got the You're Xbox so silly <laughs> That was a good Christmas though And that's why Certain things I see it And it just takes me Back to them times Like dang That was a good moment Right there And that's why I tell people like I don't think you should Have your kids Live their whole life Believing in Santa Claus But it's certain traditions That's you know Of course pagan holidays That you should participate in Cause that's a good moment For me Boy, you had so many good moments. I did. I also had the moment when um Michael Jordan came to the Wizards and he came out with the Jordans in a briefcase and you told me them shoes cost too much and you wasn't going to get me them shoes. And uh, you was like, matter of fact, you know what? Either you get them shoes or you get that platinum FUBU outfit because they both cost the same. Like They both was like $500 a piece. And I was like, I was so torn. I was like, man, forget it. I don't want neither one then. The next thing I know, like, you just surprised me the next day and you brought both of them. And <laughs> this, I wore I wore uniforms in middle school. So she got me these, like, the day before. Uh, it was, like, one random Friday. They would let us wear regular clothes. And she got me, and she got me uh, both of those. And I wore it to school, and I was so happy. And everybody was like, dang, boy, you got the Jordans and a, and a platinum football outfit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know what my mom was doing, but she spent a lot of money for me to have stupid stuff. Yeah, because your behind came out wearing Jordans, 
two months old wearing Jordans. And what's them jeans you were wearing? What? When you were like two months old. Oh, I don't remember. You didn't need them jeans on. Couldn't wear them warm twice. Then yeah. had to give them away. I had a whole Just bunch of stuff Just wasting money. But yeah, fast forward to high school. Um, I don't know what happened in high school. I just got older. I just turned to a teenager. Y'all know how that go when you when you become a teenager. So much stuff started happening as a teen. Um, the thrill you get from being with girls just gets a little more amplified. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit more amplified. All you think about is girls. Girls, cars. And yeah. streets. That's all. That's all you get into. So, mm-hmm. uh, what happened to school? And what else you supposed to be doing? I started hating school because it it was just crazy stuff I couldn't stand. Like, like, why well, I gotta raise my hand to go to the bathroom? I'm at school. You know I'm coming right back. Where else I'm gonna go? They preparing you for your future. And, of course, now I understand that. But back then, you don't get it. I know. It's like you want to control everything about me. Mm-hmm. You don't want to give me anything. You just don't get it that time. But the people already know them type stories. And for the and for those of you who don't know, um, we're going to save that for another day. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like talking about them days. Just know, uh, you know, some funny things happen. A lot of girls, um, a lot of marijuana, just a lot of stupid stuff, a lot of running around doing stuff that didn't matter, a lot of confusion, a lot of confusion. But, of course, like like most kids like me, you start doing all that stuff at a young age, and by the time you hit, like, 18, 19, 20, you start to realize, like, Maybe my mom was right. Maybe these people I'm hanging out with are bad for me. But the difference between me and other people is it wasn't the people around me that was bad for me. It was pretty much me that was bad for me. Like, I wasn't the person that was just hanging out with someone and they were bad for me. I was the person that everyone else was hanging out with that was bad for them. Like, I was never the follower. I was always the leader. But I had to figure out for myself, like, uh, even though I'm the leader and people are following me, it's bad because them following me is making me build up this crazy ego. And it, it, it has me thinking I'm something that I'm just not and that I've never been just creating a monster. Yep. But, but you snap out of it, though. Of course, I snapped out of it. Totally different person now. This is like 10 years from now. And that's why it's funny, like, when people see me now and they just, they can't believe it, like, that I'm nothing like I was. Yeah, you're a little more calm now. A little more settled. Not a whole lot, but you've changed a lot. With, for the better. Yeah, and I'm still growing every day. But for those of you that's listening, one thing that's never changed about about me is um, I've never believed in most of the things that y'all believe in. I never believed in marriage. 
I've never believed in most of these things. I literally was a little kid and didn't believe in this type of stuff. My mom will probably tell you she's never once heard me talking about I was going to bring Cinderella her glass slipper. <laughs> you heard me say that before, Mom? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've never once told my mom I was going to bring Cinderella her glass slipper. What does that mean, bring Cinderella her glass slipper? So, Ma, I got this theory. I feel like I feel like girls grow up and their dads tell them that they're princesses and they deserve a prince. And that one day that since they're Cinderella, that uh, Prince Henry, P- Prince Charming is going to bring them this glass slipper. And uh-huh. I feel like that's why girls have these fairy tale images in their head of how their life is going to be. Oh, I see. What you think? Well, I understand why you say that now. But all the girls that are out there listening, I think y'all should Google Slim. (laughs) Not just Google Slim, but Google photo of Slim. And stay away from him. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> if he's saying that he's not gonna bring you a a glass slipper, then don't waste your time chasing a false dream. Because if he says he's not gonna do it, then he's not gonna but do my, it. I ain't even talking about for me. I'm talking about for most people. It's like it's but like don't. They think they think life is like, like a fairy tale. Like it's exactly. just happy after and all. And some people do actually believe in that. But if you're saying that you're not going to do it, don't give them that false hope. Oh no, I'm good. I don't even worry about stuff like that. I don't either. But some people do believe in it. They can have that. Good luck but, at it. So that's why I say you and I are just alike because I do believe we are because I don't believe in that. But Ma, I should have started this out by uh, introducing the people to you and uh, letting you talk about um, who you are and where you come from. What do you mean? We can go backwards, though. Now now you can explain um, where you're from and how you grew up. Because that's something else people don't know about. Like you was talking about you meeting all my friends and you being around my friends with me growing up. Mm-hmm. They None of them like know anything about you. Like most people, they always ask me where I'm from and I always be like, I'm a military brat. And you like, are. you know, one day, one day if um, I become well known, somebody's going to magically dig up my birth certificate and be like, He's not from Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> like they did 21 Savage talking about, he's from he's from the UK. He's from Great Britain. And they're going to see my birth certificate and be like, he's not from Georgia. He's from Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what your birth certificate says you're from Louisiana. Because that's just where I happened to be stationed at that time. Mm-hmm. But for the people, you are from Louisiana, though. No, yes, I am. 
So we'll just say I am one of my titles is Rodney's mom. I was born and raised in Louisiana, Jonesboro, Louisiana. R.P. Lil Snoop. Who's R.P. Lil Snoop? <laughs> <laughs> What's a rapper. that guy named that owns everything down there, that rapper? Which one it was I told you that um, owns all the radio stations down there? Uh, I don't know. You talking about Master P? What's, yeah. Master P? Yeah. He owns everything down there. He owns all the radio stations, everything down there. So, but I was born in Jonesboro, Louisiana. Um, I have had six brothers, and I'm the only girl. Um, I am a retired veteran, 20 years army rodney is a or rodney aka slim <laughs> is a military brat i was stationed at fort polk when he was born so that's why he says he was born in louisiana but He's not really from anywhere because we've moved from Louisiana to Fort Knox, Kentucky, to Germany six times, and uh, Fort Lewis, Washington, and who knows where else. So technically, he's not really from anywhere other than all the different places that we've been. Um, I have three other sons. Um, what else? Um, talk about <clears throat> where you grew up at and how it looks out there. Because I tell people all the time, what's the population of where you grew up at? Um, I'm from a really small town called Celine. Louisiana. It's about an hour south of Shreveport, Louisiana. That's about the biggest so-called city. And Shreveport, small too. Yeah, if you would call it that. Um, What's the population? It's the closest city to Celine. The population of Celine is about. Probably about 50. <laughs> and how many of them is your family? It's not 50. It's like 200. Oh, too many of them done died now. But we'll say 200. Um, During the week when school is in. Um, What was your graduation class? How many people's your uh, graduation class? My graduation class was 12. There was 12 people in my class. The class before us had eight. And the one before that had five. Cl graduating classes are very small. And that school that 
in Saline is an all white school. So And um, um what made you join the military right after high school? Because it's an all white town and I needed a break. So I decided mainly because there's only in that little town, well, in the surrounding towns, there's only like three jobs you can have. One is working at the paper mill plant. The second one is working at the chicken plant. And number three is having babies and collecting uh, food stamps. So I decided that when I graduated from high school, I did not want to be a baby making machine, nor did I want to pull guts out of chickens all day. Tyson chicken plant. Yeah. Or working around plywood all day for the rest of my life. So it was an asphalt plant there too, wasn't it? No, that was it. Mm. Plywood, chicken, and food stamp. Take your pick. Mm. So I decided to be all you can be. And I joined the military and so how around my uncles and my brother. So how was your experience in the military? Well... It wasn't that great, but it wasn't that bad either. The alternative was to get out and go back home and do one of the three options. So You said baby making machine too, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of going back home, I decided that I'll just stick it out in the military. And after I had been in there so long, I decided to just stick with it. And how you feel about your decision today to join the military? I think I made the right decision. As a matter of fact, I know I did. Um, and... After I retired, after the 20 years from the military, I took a a civilian job working for the government. Best decision I ever made. Would I... Uh, did I expect my children to follow in my footsteps? Heck no. Yeah, you made sure we knew. That you didn't like anything about us joining the military. Not that you didn't like the military. You didn't like anything about us joining the military. Yes, and I also <laughs> said if y'all did it, I would disown you. Yeah, you didn't like that. No. But, my, you know what I didn't understand at those times? What? I I remember your retirement party when, um, uh, your retirement, whatever they call it. Mm-hmm, the ceremony. Remember, yeah, the ceremony. You had short hair mm -hmm. and you was crying the whole time. 
And I was asking you, like, Ma, why are you crying? Like, you supposed to be happy right now. And you was telling me, like, you was like, I just don't know what's going on. That's all I know. And I was like, so why you tell us, like, never join the military, but you, you don't want to get out? I was crying because, if you remember, at the time, I was married. Mm-hmm. And did you see my husband there? Yeah. He wasn't there. And he told me he was going to be there. And the retirement was a big event for me. I had spent 20 years in the military. And I would expect my husband to be there by my side. He chose not to be there. So I was upset. He didn't have anything else to do. But he chose not to be there with me. So I was mad. So I was crying. So that's why I was crying. Because of the decision that he made. You know why I was sad, Ma? Why? Because you retired before uh, 9-11 and I didn't get to get your post 9-11. You're so crazy, boy. (laughs) You are selfish as heck. (laughs) I'm just playing. I'm just playing. You are selfish. Now, see, that's a selfish child. (laughs) I'm just playing. Ma. How am I going to know what a post 911 is before 911? Before it even happened. A I'm whole joking. year before it happened. <laughs> I retired a year before 911. You about one crazy baby. <laughs> but it's all good. I'm past that. Past him. Life moving on. Life is super. So. Shout out to him though, cause uh, I tied my tie today. Yep. <laughs> That's an inside joke. The story I told my mom today was uh, <laughs> I used to go into, I used to sneak into her closet, and he had all these suits because he he worked for like a combo team or something with all these ties. And for those of you who that's listening, that's confused because I know we didn't give no background. I grew up with a stepdad for the most part of my life, and um, I went into the closet. He had all these suits and ties and stuff, and behind the ties was like this clipping from a GQ magazine on how to tie a tie. And I would sneak in there and just put on his shirts and ties for some reason. I don't even know what I was doing. Oh, because I skipped a very <laughs> important part. When I was young, my mom probably don't remember this, but when I was young, I wanted to be a scientist. For some reason, I used to watch a lot of Dexter's, Dexter's Laboratory, and I just had my mind made up I was going to be a scientist. Uh, don't ask me why I thought scientists wore suits, <laughs> but I thought they wore suits, and I was gonna be a scientist. But he made y'all dress up all the time anyway. Now, yeah, he wanted me to like look like him all the time, and it was yeah. weird. So when I started getting older, and I started dressing like, uh, Big King says I dressed like Tupac off, uh, <laughs> <laughs> off, uh, what movie is that? Juice. <laughs> <laughs> but King y'all dressed, dressed like up all the time. Juice. He always made y'all dress nice and wear nice shoes, and y'all had nice haircuts all the time. Every time y'all walked out the house, he made sure y'all was dressed clean. Yeah, the only so. thing, the only thing I regret about <laughs> how he dressed us was that uh, he made me rock that widow's peak. 
What's a widow's peak? You know, I got a widow's peak where poking the front. Oh yeah. And he used to like <laughs> when he used to cut my hair. The peak used to stay there, but he could cut hair real good though. But the peak used to stay there. He didn't cut the peak off. He just kept it there, and he used to make it part with the peak. So I had uh, the Eddie Monster haircut. <laughs> <laughs> well, he still made sure you were clean though. Oh yeah, every I time still, you left I still the house. was clean. I just had that widow's peak. He could have chopped yeah. that thing off and made my hairline a little round. I got a weird hairline though. He still made sure you were straight, though, when you left the house. Yeah, I was good. Made sure he took care of you. But, yeah, this is going to be a good podcast for the people to hear, man. I love creating good content. I really can't wait till y'all see these pictures. Y'all going to have already seen it by the time y'all hear me saying this right now. Which is, I feel that like I'm talking in the future. Though. Yeah, it was. I wish I would have vlogged it because I've been on my vlog stuff. I really should have vlogged it so people could have seen, like, the process of it. You was Herman the Monster. You said Herman the Monster? You don't think it looked like Herman? I don't know. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Like, I kind of felt weird, and Trey was looking at me weird. Because you look like, I don't know. Is it Herman? Which one is it with the... They got them shorts on like that. I think that is Herman. Yeah. But that's what do you kind of look kind of funny. Yeah, Trey was looking at me like, "Yeah, you changing." I know. <laughs> <laughs> like you changing, you doing weird stuff. See cuz like when you were younger, it's like, yeah, that's the way kids dress like when they go to church and they have Easter and all that stuff. But now, come on now, dude. You almost 30. Yeah. Why you want to dress like that? That that outfit was kind of cool, though. I think I could pull it off, like, casually. No. I mean, it doesn't fit Not like my wardrobe now. <laughs> but that was kind of cool no. casually. Mm-mm. No. It's uh-uh. it's going to be a good picture, especially if if, if, if I can Herman get it edited like I want. Herman it's the Monster. It's going to be cool. I like it. But it did look good, though. It was fun, though, doing it. Especially when both of us was trying to help you get the suspenders and yeah. stuff. It was kind of fun. <laughs> Shout out Trey Trey, man. I love Trey I Trey. I know. He was so nice about it, too. I love Trey Trey. We had got into it about some socialism stuff. I thought he was going to hate me forever, but um, that's when you know someone is your brother for life, when they just get over something. And uh, he pretty much just told me, like, yeah, I just know how you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, even though I ain't really do nothing, we just had a conversation that we disagreed on. It was fun, though. I had a great day. But, yeah, I'm glad y'all uh, finally got to meet my mom. For my friends that uh, have met her that never really met her, this will be a real good episode, too, because I know a lot of you never really met her. Even the ones that have been around her probably every other day of my childhood. Because I don't remember your friends now. I know I my, I noticed and that. and I still don't. I noticed The only that. one I remember is Serge. Yeah. I remember E. But them like the only two. And Joe, of course you remember yeah, Joe. Yeah, I remember Joe. Because Joe came to stay with us. Mm-hmm. And... What's that other guy name that came to Texas with you? Murder. Shout yeah. out Murder, man. I don't know where you at, Murder. Um, 
I hope you still uh, ain't mad at me for that joke. I was joking on you about. <laughs> I was about to say something crazy. I forgot I'm on my podcast. Never mind. Shout out, man. Shout out, murder. You know I love you, boy. <laughs> I like him. I like him too. And shout out, Big King. You know what I was just about to say. You about to be rolling when you hear that, Big King. But uh, yeah, man. What's that other guy name? Who won? The one that um helped us move that furniture and stuff in storage. When we moved here, back, back here from Kentucky? Yeah. That was E. No, not E. That was another guy. Nah, that was E. Mm-mm. That was E, man. Mm-mm. There was uh, TJ and somebody else. It might have been Fat Oh, Cam. the one that went in the military. Fat Cam? Yeah. Yeah, he was on my last podcast. You're right, that was TJ and Fat Cam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fat Cam was on my last podcast. What's that other guy name? The one that got married and had the baby. To my turp? Yeah. That's his name. Shout out turp. My mom's trying to give all of y'all some shine. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to get everybody some shine. Shout out all tell- these people. <laughs> <laughs> she about to just list out the whole list of my friends. Shout out all y'all though. All y'all know y'all my brothers. <laughs> she gonna make sure y'all get y'all shine. You hear me? <laughs> nah, I'm just saying I remember them. I'm just telling you the ones I remember. The ones I can, I remember they face. Because they like haven't changed. But your other friends, I don't really know them. Like the females. Mm-mm. Yeah, with her saying that, we're going to go ahead and sign off. You hear me? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, this is another episode of Sit Down with Slims. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I don't know what females she talking about. I don't know no females. I'm a part of the faithful black male community. Um, We only subscribe to one female. We don't do none of that other crazy stuff. And um, we out.